G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 534 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or just send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Yeah. G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 534 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, Today is the 25th of April, meaning it's Anzac Day here in Australia and New Zealand. It's that time of the year where we all remember the people that were part of the Australian and New Zealand Defence Forces, Army, Navy, Air Force. It's um, definitely the most important day of the Australian calendar in particular. It's, it's, it's a just a beautiful it's my biggest regret in on in my life that i didn't join the australian defense forces when i first left school i wanted to i wanted to join the australian army uh, but my parents talked to me out of it and it was by far my biggest regret i wish i would join today if i could if it wasn't going to result into in an instant divorce but yeah jesus my biggest regret in in life not, not joining the australian defense forces but anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful day. We we do remember everyone, uh, past, current, people that sacrificed their lives. It's, it's a beautiful day. Uh, today's question, and my, most of the questions these days lately have been coming from athletes that I currently coach. Uh, so they're helping prop the podcast up. So God bless them. And if you want to help contribute to the podcast all you have to do is trainsmooth.com and start typing away just like livingston did he wrote i currently coach him he, he writes uh during my training sessions i have never really used nutrition or sports gels how should someone training for a 70.3 incorporate nutrition during the workout during my long rides i usually have a water bottle with a nun tablet and it is about it during my runs, any distance or durations, I will tough it out and go the whole time without anything. Right now, my long runs are only around two hours. Uh, I have 25 weeks to go to my 70.3 and I feel like my current training doesn't really require any nutrition during workouts but feel like volume will pick up and the need for nutrition will grow. So, just to give some back background on Livingston here, he uh, he's got a young, beautiful family, and I deliberately hold his volume back. Most athletes I coach, I'm trying to get to do more volume because I think they'll benefit from it. But in in his case, I deliberately hold his volume back because um, I don't think he needs it. He seems like a bit of a thoroughbred who's making really good progress on the amount of hours we're doing. And that's not the piss in his pocket. It sounds like I am, but it's not. It's it's just facts. He, he's doing really well, progressing really well with what the, the volume we're giving him. Um, I know there will be, a, as we get closer, we will be increasing volume. Um, but I'm trying to hold it off as long as I can. Um, because of his young family. I don't want to take him away from that any longer than I need to. Um, 
but he, he he's he's going spectacular. So that that's a quick little background there. Um, so to uh, he, he, people who've just heard oh, his long ride, he's only you know mostly drinking water. At the moment, his long rides are only two hours, um, and they're probably going to stay that way for a little bit longer. You to honestly, you could probably just stick with plain water for 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 that. Um, oh, and you with your run, you you know you're just toughing it out. With I think running um, and not drinking might be um, have a negative impact, uh, in particular on um, sessions ahead of it. So if you do your long run and and you do your long run on Sunday, and you're t- and you tough it out, it. It has that potential of affecting um, the swim the next day. So just just keeping keeping high. I, I think uh, in years ago they had um, on the uh, I am Talk podcast okay, a, a question the uh, yeah episode question. You they ask a question, everyone puts in their little comments, and they read that the next episode. One time was they had um, what's the most overrated product in triathlons, and one of the highest ranked things was the fuel belt, and that took me by surprise because I think the fuel belt's the most valuable thing I ever use, especially with running. Um, I in summer just about every run I have, I I put my little fuel belt on and I run, and every single long run all year round I have my fuel belt on me. Um, they're just so important, and I base all my I base all my bike rides and all my runs around where I know I can refill bottles. But um, I think I think um, you should be drinking uh, some water at least on those long runs. But anyway, to answer your questions, so you've all heard the saying, you know, you should you. Sh- train how you race your nutrition should be how you race you can't really do it we'll end up like you know big fat alberts if we start doing that every single training session we're just going to get way too much um carbs in us every single day and we're not going to be um anywhere near as efficient burning using fats as fuels doing that but as as to test you know you come up with a mock nutrition plan and you just do little tests here little tests there so to see see if your stomach can can handle it and just and as a late during the lead up to to your race so let's say you you just for those long runs you're just drinking water you may may have something or whatever towards the end if you really want to and those long rides will end up to about four hours um uh, thereabouts and you might you say you're going to need something during those maybe once once every three weeks or so have exactly what you're going to have on race day for those particular sessions you know i to test whether you're gonna, you know, your stomach can handle this, uh, handle gels or whatever you're gonna have during race day. A, a good way of doing it. So let's say you're gonna take a gel every 20 minutes on a race, for instance. So if you start doing hill repeats on the bike, uh, you pick a, a hill that you're gonna be climbing for five, eight, ten minutes, whatever, and you're gonna be working hard. So let's say you're 
go on, doing heel repeats on that, instead of taking a gel every 20 minutes, you start taking a gel every f- um, 15 minutes. If your stomach can handle that under that amount of stress, then you go, right, well, then I'm good there. So I'm going to incorporate that in my long rides. And... Um, and now you can start testing every three weeks or so for every three four weeks that you can handle that amount of nutrition in time wise so but there to it's good you're coming up thinking about it now it's good to you know we create a plan now um but your current training load at this stage you're right you probably don't really need much more than than water then, then, then at the, at this stage. But as you progress, like you got, if you got um, a hard bike ride in the morning, and then you're going to have a another hard run that night, it may pay to depend to what your you know particular feeding habits going to be in between between those sessions. It may pay to have a sports drink on that bike ride if a morning, or or take take some sports drink during during that run. So it's just a matter of. Um, how you recover from each session, and and how how you know is there any weaknesses? You know, are you dying during these sessions? And well, then why is that? So you just go back and investigate, and then you can start looking at the nutrition needs for it. But um, but what I do, I I'll send you some information via email, and we can go from there. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to that website, trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hooray.